0: What's up everybody back here for episode 73 of the Pitside podcast another great episode this week we've got some uh, guys that have been around the coast-to-coast Coast racing league for for quite some time we've got steven fernberg here with us this week and we'll follow him up with jack hit we'll get started here in just a minute Welcome to the Pitside podcast where we discuss the latest news and developments in the coast-to-coast Coast racing league as well as other racing news inside and out of eye racing Here's your host, the ALA outlaw, Preston Cranmer, and Roger, the bassman, Craig. Five, four, three, two, one. Yep, so we're back. It's, uh, you know, we're deep into this season. I was actually just thinking about that. I didn't mention it. I cannot believe we're, I mean, we got, what, a week and a half left, really?
1: Yeah, it's like we're, we're after this when you see this podcast is week 11, like, holy crap, man, you know, but uh, yeah, with lots of stuff uh, going on in the background. Uh, you know, we'll talk about it in a minute, but uh, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, I think we got a, we got a great podcast here. We got two, two great guys that we've been wanting to talk to for a long time. Uh, guys have been, you know, almost originals in uh, Fernberg and uh, uh, Jack hit. So uh, just, uh, you know, it's good. It's,
0: dudes. Yeah, it's good to catch up with those guys and it's funny how you know you feel like you almost know them you you've been racing yeah. with them for so long and then the, the camera pops up and you're like i had no idea what that guy looked like
1: yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah that, and, and
0: and there was a discussion there was a discussion because beforehand roger well i won't say beforehand we'll just say roger was under the impression that Steven and Jack looked a lot alike and we'll let you guys decide for yourselves. So that'll be the question of the week. How much do they look alike
1: from the perspective of an old guy? Okay. Just to clarify that. But anyways, (laughs) uh, yeah, two good interviews. We'll get to very shortly. You don't want to hold that up, but uh, we got to talk about Monday night, uh, Monday night. If you weren't watching or you weren't part of like, Holy crap. Uh, first of all, the rebels race, uh, it was at I 55, uh, both races, but, uh, Brennan Lacey, he, he struggled at the beginning of the season. He was kind of like nowhere to, you know, not to be seen in the standings has won the last four features. He's just on fire and he drove an incredible race. He, uh, everybody else was running the top. He ran the bottom and just like a machine. And I'm trying to remember, um, Isaac Salas was doing the color. It did a really good job. Uh, but it was either that race or the next race that we'll get into. But I think it was that race. Um, he said, like, you know, like, I'm hitting my marks. And maybe it was the next race. So, so I'll, I'll go get into that. So, so Brendan Lacey drove an amazing race. Uh four in a row. The guy's on fire. Do, do um, we
0: know what the longest win streak in our league is by any chance?
1: No, it might be Goldner. I know, you know, I, I would think it would probably be Goldner or Moonen.
0: I think Brennan's um, got to be getting close, though. I, I can't imagine yeah. it's more than five or six in a row. Not that yeah. those guys haven't dominated some seasons, but that's
1: got to be go, close. You'd have to go back and look in your, uh, you know, your database there, see uh, if there's if you could pull that out, but uh, it might be a bit of a challenge. But anyways, the the, the and the Renegades. The Renegades, Stephen Goldner, oh, my God. He was, what was the horse's name in the Kentucky Derby? Um, yeah, that one. So, uh, Rich Steak. Yeah. Something like that. I think. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. He, He spun, uh, as Marty called it, spin to win. Uh, he spun out, went to the back and he, he won the race and he was running. He had spotted for Lacey, saw what Lacey was doing. But, you know, seeing what somebody's doing or knowing, you know, what to do and executing. And it was in that race, I think, where Salas had said, you know, I was following him and I'm, I'm, I'm executing. I'm hitting my marks and he's pulling away. It was just like, and uh, Marty did a, uh, if you go back and watch, it's worth go if you didn't see it, it's worth going back to that uh, broadcast. It's, you know, it's in our, uh, our, our data banks there. Um Marty rewound back to the spot, fast forwarded it. Unbelievable. He just worked his way through the whole field and won like with one or two to go. Uh came out of nowhere. Literally nowhere. Just like just like the horse did at the Kentucky Derby. It was spectacular.
0: Yeah, well, and, and so that's the thing. Like, so I got it may have been we may have gotten tangled in the same incident, but it when steven went to the back it wasn't like it was the first couple of laps i don't believe no. if it, if it, even if it were i think it was around eight or not lap eight or nine when i ended up back there and steven was back there so he did this in about two-thirds of a race as well yeah. uh, you know he pat. it's it's pretty much at the point where he was passing more than a car a lap you know once he started his charge to the front I, it's it was one of the most dominant performances i've yeah. ever seen I, i'm i would guess you know some some guys getting caught out by i-55 being a newer track and not having setups dialed in maybe helped them but even even if that's the case you don't you don't pass 20 23 other cars whatever and and win a race like that in 20 laps it's absolutely nuts
1: no it was just it was both guys i mean it was just their execution was just flawless. it was just it was, it was, it was art, you know, you were watching art. It was just, uh, it was great. So congratulations to both those guys. Um, it was just some phenomenal racing and I 55 has produced some great racing this season, I'll tell you. And, uh, you know, that was new to everybody, you know, that wasn't running uh, hometown heroes, but, um, it, it's produced some great racing all through the season
0: yeah it's it's definitely we talk talk about a little bit later when we're talking with steven it's it wears different than the other tracks it does and and it it, it's a lot slicker when the feature starts and i think maybe it's been out long enough that guys know that and i think that's why the racing's better is because everybody understands that they're they're on the edge when they're going through the corner from the get-go
1: but with hometown heroes the what's really uh been a benefit is um the, uh, admins reset the track yeah. during the last, uh, during the, um, last chance concy for warmups. So they'll set it to five, 10 or 15%, depending on how the tracks wearing car counts and stuff. And they've been doing a great kudos to those guys. They've been, they've been hitting it because the it, it's provided for some great racing, but yeah, we the, weren't, we, we weren't doing that on Monday night. And so that was, that track was just like ice. Are, are you guys
0: finding that the, the races on Wednesdays or, excuse me, Tuesdays when they're resetting them are, is, is as racy, like you've got two or three racing lines throughout? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well then yeah. uh, maybe no, I race and just nailed the track.
1: Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been great racing. Everybody, I think everybody that races it has agreed that it's uh it's been a great formula and for sure next season, we're looking in, you know, to do it elsewhere. I know there's a few people that don't like the idea, but you know, it, in my mind um it's just like going to the real track you know intermission before the features they'll rework the track and uh you know uh so it's it's a different track that they're starting out and and the fact that you have the warm ups you know it wears even if you set it to say ten or fifteen percent um by the time you hit the feature it does that three or four minute three minute warm up as burns it in, in. yeah where's it in naturally so it it's been it's been highly successful on uh, tuesday night that's for sure yeah. So, uh, awesome. so anyways, we wanted two other things before we get to these interviews we want to talk about. One is, uh, this coming, uh, Wednesday night. I got to get my nice sh- straight, but, uh, the, the veterans first responders night, um, it's wingless three sixties run that night. And that is the Terry Landis, uh, hall of fame, uh, uh, induct induction. So, uh, each season, one of the four winners I had it last season, and I took a 75 lap at Daryl. Um, and Terry has, you get to pick the car and track. He picked the, the uh, wingless 360. Of course, at Williams Grove, it, you knew it was going to be Williams Grove. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he did so much work there with the uh, price racing and stuff setting, you know, crewing. So, uh, you know, come on out and support that. Uh, he's also, you know, issued a challenge. Uh, we want, we want to, we're putting a bounty on his head here and, uh, You'll see that in the the Hit interview. So um, come on out and uh, just have a good time with that. And um, the other one, too, is uh, we've got uh, the Toilet Bowl 100 the following night. Um, so uh, that will be the uh, Wayne Piercefield uh, Memorial in honor of uh, Andy Piercefield's dad. So, uh, and that's uh, co sanctioned with the uh, Pro Late Model Dirt Series. So uh, we'll have those boys over, Cody Early's uh, boys, and it's a bit of a, a you know, a league challenge. And uh, it's been some great races in the past. So hundred lap feature uh, with the pro late models should be good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to have to get out for that one. Are you gonna are you gonna show up for the late models? I don't. I much Jack talked about it. I don't run the big body stuff either, but uh, don't want to miss that one.
1: No, no, don't don't want to miss that one. It won't uh, count for points. Uh, we've had that discussion because. You know, it could there, there's a big uh um battle going on for for the championship. You don't wanna have like an outsider ruin it for somebody. So we, that won't be a points night. Um but uh it will be, you know, um it, it it'll be uh it, it'll be a great event. And of course the the uh Mr. Plumber uh will be the you know the sponsor and uh there'll be the toy, the actual toilet bowls, the the well the trophy. Yeah toilet bowls that uh go so, and um, one other thing is I uh, want to add is uh, it, it's you don't want to miss it, you really don't want to miss it. You haven't, this is you're hearing it here first. Um, Andy Piercefield, uh, like I said, it's it's in memory of his dad, who was an old driver, he used to drive number 34. Um, so Andy Piercefield, in honor of his dad. Whoever is leading that race on lap 34 will get a one-year subscription to iRacing. Like, that is huge. Think about that. A one-year subscription to iRacing. So Andy's put that out there, whoever's leading lap 34. So, hey, I you know, like you asked if I'll be there, I'll be there. Uh, yeah, you know, just, Right, just knows? to go after that? just to go well, after her or won't
0: need the wife's permission to race that night
1: no 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 <laughs> so uh, anyways uh, get, don't miss that and uh, you know uh, big thanks to Andy for being so generous and putting that up there and uh, uh, yeah it's just uh, let's let's get it on you know so uh, make sure you catch that but hey we got two great interviews uh, that coming up here with uh, two old wily old veterans that aren't that old but uh, I, I still think they kind of look
0: alike. Yeah, we we measure people in eye racing years around here. It's it's yeah. not it's not anything other than that. So yeah. we're going to talk to Stephen Fernberg first. We'll talk to him for a few minutes, and then we'll jump over and talk to uh, defending midget champion Jack Hit, and uh, we'll close up our episode there this week. But we'll be back here for episode seventy four next week. We appreciate everybody watching, and we'll see you back here next week.
1: Drive safe. And we're here with a longtime veteran of the league, Steve Fernberg. How are you the Steve Fernberg Jr.? How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Doing well. Excellent, excellent. Um, were you with the league the first season? Like you go along, you go a long ways back. No, I think I joined like the second or third season in. Okay, I, yeah, which was you know I think we're in our. What, are, what season are we in now Preston 12 or something like that? something, something like that this is so, this yeah. is our
0: third yeah. year so yeah it should be somewhere yeah. around there
1: yeah so a wily old veteran so um how's it been going yeah I noticed uh, uh you did really well last year um you've missed a few races this season
2: um you, you basically just run the renegades correct yes yes sir I just really did run the renegades Monday nights
1: yeah and uh you're a partner of uh chad Cotes, aren't you yes sir yeah
2: so um where else do you run besides our league uh right now nowhere right now it's just been so busy working on the race car at home i've been just trying to focus on that okay and that leads me into the next
1: question (laughs) so uh, i've seen some pictures on uh, uh, facebook Uh, what is
2: that car that you're running it is a 270 micro sprint
1: and and how long you've been running that this is actually my first year. Well, first year, awesome. awesome. So we got two rookies in the in the room here with yeah. me, a rookie Carter and a rookie uh Micro
2: Sprint. So um how's it, how's it been going? Uh it's been a rough start to the season. My first race out, I took a real bad roll. Oh no way. Yeah, I rolled probably four times in the air before I touched the ground again. You got that on video? <clears throat> no, unfortunately, I don't. I didn't have a GoPro at the time, but now I do. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: wow. So I still hope for smooth sailing from here, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's getting real expensive, real quick.
0: So, so were yeah. you, I mean, unharmed? Like, you, any injuries or anything?
2: I was, I was sore afterwards, but nothing really bad. Yeah, that's good. So, so what exactly happened, Steve? I was going into the corner, and with these cars, you run wide open. And uh, when I went in, it set into a rut. And when it set oh, into that rut, it rebounded back over to the right and it just sent me over.
1: So, just nothing you could do? No, I couldn't
2: save it. Some of those, uh, was it one of what they call a cowboy up track that night? No, there's just a rut in three and four all the time. And we didn't have the ride height set just right yet. So, I was botting him out quite a bit. Now we got it fixed. Wow, well, it's a hell
1: of a way to start. Oh, yeah. And, and you're. Uh your wife or significant other is still uh in favor of all this after that
2: yeah she was a little worried after the first night but she's still on board she loves doing it with us okay and she was there that night oh yeah oh kudos to her man it's uh
1: she's a trooper if she uh stuck to that because that that'd be pretty scary to watch i'm sure
2: yeah my uh oldest son he's five he actually saw the whole thing wouldn't talk to me for hours afterwards hmm. oh really yeah, he was so scared about it and just didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, wow. So, uh, where'd you get the car from? Like, did uh, my dad came to me the beginning of this year and asked if I would want to help work on it? And I'm like, yeah, let's uh, let's do it. And we weren't on the inspections uh, like to race this year at all. Like it was going to be a long road. But then we f- some things fell together and we end up getting a car with another motor, and just put everything together and we're able to start this year. Wow.
0: Now, are you, are you traveling at all or are you running the same track, you know, each a, re- a regular
2: season? Right now, we're just staying in the local track, which is like five minutes from my house. Um, but hopefully next season, we're going to travel a little bit more.
0: Yeah, that's that's real similar to where I am. There's there's a, a Virginia State series that runs a few different tracks around the state. And uh, I'd plan to hit those. But, you know, you get in there and you realize how how far underwater you are. And you oh, just yeah. want to focus on, you know, having time to prep the cart and all that stuff. So I'm sure it's real yeah. similar.
2: This week was the first week that we didn't actually have to go back to the shop and start working on it, like tearing it down completely. This is the first week we've actually had a good race where we finished and didn't tear anything up. Yeah. You put it back on the trailer. Yeah, the put it back way. on the trailer in one piece. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's always a, a good sign. How, how many cars are running in your class? Uh, anywhere from 20 to 30 cars at the track. Wow.
1: That's a good that's feel. Impressive.
2: Yeah. So the two get, seven.
1: Go ahead. You, you've got to, uh, it's like my feeling when, when we get that car count over 24, you know, you, you got to make the, make the feature. It sounds like.
2: Yeah. And I haven't had to do that yet, but <clears throat> the two seventies are a very competitive car over at the, my local track. So I know it's coming. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's wild, man. That's uh, that's cool. So uh, tell us about the equipment. What what do you run uh, for i racing now? I'm jumping over.
2: Um, I'm actually still on a Logitech wheel and Logitech pedals. Actually,
1: yeah, uh, twenty seven Log G twenty uh, seven twenty nine nine twenty on oh, nine twenty.
2: Yeah, it's an older setup still, but I it still works for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's
2: what that's what I've got
1: is I I got a G twenty seven, and it works for me. But that's debatable on that term of working for <laughs> me so it's i don't think a better wheel is going to make me a better driver put it that way so uh anyways it is what it is so are you single triple uh vr i'm actually running single monitors wow that's uh yeah that that's crazy how, how
2: big a monitor uh 27 inch that's nuts Hey, uh, so and how long have you been iRacing uh since 2018 or 2019
0: hey did you start with the dirt stuff then yes okay i i can never remember when that when that started because it's been a while but
2: so yeah so renegades is the only thing you're running right now uh yeah currently is the only thing i usually just run some fun stuff when i get some time but when I have time, I like to run with you guys in the renegades division.
1: Yeah. So you've missed a few races. I'm thinking that's because of repair night in the shop. <laughs> yeah. The Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So, uh, uh, got to ask you the, uh, there's a couple of questions I've got. I, I'm adding a new question, Preston. Oh, um, good. You're, you're your great. I'd ask for your greatest, uh, real life memory, but I think we, you've already told us about that one. Uh, that, uh, aerobatic uh trip but uh how about i racing uh what's your what's your greatest memory
2: um probably making it to the renegades league with you guys and then probably i think it was last season or the season before finishing second at williamsgrove because that's a tough track for me it's always has been and i was close to winning that race that
1: leads that's- me that leads me into my second question though so i'm going to jump over you, Preston, here for a minute so the new question, what's your favorite track on I, on iRacing?
2: Probably Lanier. And why? Oh man. Because when I first actually started on the sim, I got hooked up with Braden Finsel.
0: Yes.
2: And he actually taught me how to drive that track when it got slick. Him and I would spend hours just hosting races on that track just practicing.
0: I I no. can I can get on board with that, but I still hate that track.
2: I know, that, I
1: know that's one of your least favorite tracks.
0: Oh, it is my least favorite.
1: So so tell me something. Uh did you I can't remember if you raced Monday night or not. Were you there this past Monday? No, no, no okay. I was not. Have you done any racing on I-55?
2: Yes. And that's another track that I like because it's similar to the racing style of Lanier. That's that's where I was going with that one. I was wondering if
1: you found them to both be uh be similar. So uh uh yeah, that's That's interesting. Sorry, Preston, I was jumping over
0: you. No, but while we're on the subject, uh, have y'all noticed or or do y'all think that I-55 seems to wear faster than all of the other tracks? Yes. I I felt like people have probably discussed it, but I I didn't notice it until last night, really. I was watching Rebels, and they were starting the feature on a black track.
2: Yeah, I've noticed that, too. Yep.
0: All right. So my question, if you've watched the podcast, you may have prepared for this, but I always ask, "Who's your biggest rival in our league?" And I, it doesn't have to be somebody you don't get along with. It might be somebody you just race around all the time. It's you—you you can define.
2: I'm gonna have to say it's my own teammate, Chad Cote.
0: Y'all, y'all <clears> seem to be around
2: each other a lot. Yes
0: well and and I think there's natural rivalries between your teammates anyway it's it's not as cutthroat but you you it's it's your gauge of of how you ran because you're probably running real similar setups and everything so oh, yeah, yeah I think that's a good answer
2: yeah so you've got a few little ones don't you For i have one? i have my five year old son and i have twin three year olds <laughs> oh that that keeps you busy oh there, yeah <laughs> yep that's wild man um
1: and and where are you located? Uh, in Pennsylvania, actually. Okay, so do you kind get any, Central. Do you get uh, any of those local tracks?
2: Yeah, I I go to Clinton County is my local track, but I usually go to Port Royal Speedway. Um, I've is been yeah. to Williams Grove for the Outlaws quite a bit. Um, one track that I really want to go to is Larnedville, and they run micro, so we might end up out there one time racing. Oh, oh, you that'd got be awesome. The, You'll have to post a video of that. You'll have to
1: post. uh, It's it's something I want to start doing a little more of. Is all our real world drivers uh, posting on the lounge? You know their results because there's a lot of interest. uh, You know, I I know personally, I like to see how guys are doing. Like when I saw that you had that uh, micro sprint, okay, this is cool. I didn't know you were doing that. Well, I guess I didn't know because you weren't doing it before. But um, make sure Fernberg Racing uh, shares that to the lounge. uh, Okay. Yeah, I will. Good, better, and different. You know, it's it's a uh, it'll probably make Preston feel better too because he's he's going through the same pains you are. So, you know, it's uh, it, it's a uh, it, it it takes a while. Uh, you know, to, to to learn all the tricks and uh, to to get up to speed with everything. So, uh, it, it's always cool to follow. You know, the path of a few guys here. So, um, now,
0: do you have connections like at the track and that kind of thing, <clears throat> or are you coming in like you know just blind no. and doing your no, own thing? No, we have.
2: We have pretty a lot of I know a lot of people that race. Like I've been around racing since I was probably like nine or ten years old, working on full size sprint cars between them and micros. Uh, my dad he has been a crew chief on multiple sprint cars in his time, um, but I have friends that I shoot back and forth ideas. Um, Wyatt Vick he used to run in the league with us. Um, yeah. He runs six hundreds out in Indiana. I shoot stuff back and forth between him. Who was yeah. that you said? Uh, Wyatt Vick. Oh yeah, yep, yep.
0: Blast from the past.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I,
1: I think there's, there's there's way more guys, you know, race, or are involved with the team or whatever than we realize. And um, you know, I, I think Brendan Lacey. I think Brendan Lacey might have just sold his car, where he had it up for sale. But I mean, he, he was doing really well. So uh, um, there's a yeah, and Bob DeGood's involved with uh that's not a micro sprint. I forget what that is. It's a three or is. five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um,
0: and so, yeah, the guy, the guy he works for is, uh nephew, I think I know it's somebody related to him. It might be his son. Yeah. It runs my, um, not micros midgets. And uh, he's, he's pretty high up the rankings, I think.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. So, uh, so you've been to the Grove and, uh, didn't get there. You didn't get there. Well, you're too busy with that that car and those kids to get to the Grove for uh, yeah. the Outlaws last week. But uh, it, it was a pretty good run there. Anyways, Steve, it's it's been great. I find it's great finally talking to you. You've been in the league for uh, you know since almost the beginning. One of the regulars out there, always show well, always uh, a a front runner and. um Hopefully, uh, you know, you won't miss too many more nights so uh, that you can keep that uh, other car on the trailer at the end of every night and uh, and be m- making uh, all the Renegades races. So uh, um, just want to wish you good luck in that racing career. And like I say, keep keep
2: us posted and uh, you. appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm hoping to make another uh, get back into it. I really missed racing with you guys. I love the league. I always have. Well, especially the Renegades, it's just, it's incredible to watch every week,
1: just to, even to watch, not be part of, but uh, the racing and the skill sets are just uh, absolutely incredible. So, uh, oh, yeah. you know, it's uh, kudos to you and uh, uh, look forward to see you back out on the track, both tracks, real and uh,
2: virtual. So uh, we'll, we'll take a special watch when you're at Lanier. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for that race. I'm, hopefully that we can get out there, but with everything going on with gas and everything. It's going
0: to be hard yeah no doubt
2: yeah. okay, man uh
1: take care and uh thanks for coming on yeah thank you for having you, Steve thank you And here's another guest that we've been waiting to get on for a while another uh oldie but goldie not not so much in age but in uh as veteran of the league jack hit how you doing jack?
3: good man, glad to be here um yeah, sometimes I do feel like I'm getting up there in age, but uh, I guess, you know, in comparison, I'm kind of one of
0: the younger
1: guys. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll make a lot of guys feel young. You
0: this know? is going to be a great interview. <laughs> no, yeah,
1: sorry, I don't quite qualify for the retread yet,
3: but uh, we'll get yeah, there.
1: You, you look like you're more than a few years away. So yeah, yeah, got a little bit to go. So um, going back. I, and and i didn't do the you know all the math and check it out but uh it seems to me you're you've been around since if not the first season maybe second third season somewhere in there as well
3: yeah i'm not sure uh it was february 2020 so i'm not sure what season it was i was just thinking about that earlier today i, I don't remember if there was even multiple divisions at that time maybe but um
1: here's a question for yeah. you then. was it Ashwaken Outlaws or was it G Force yeah it was still Ashwaken Oh, okay. So that would be maybe the second season, I'd say, eh, Preston? Or- yeah, I think it's second
0: or either maybe just barely at the start of the third.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe the third as well. Yeah. So, so, um, I want to thank you for you stepped up this past season and, uh, uh, running the, uh, the wingless sprint slash 360, uh, not wingless wingless sprint slash midget um yeah. so you, you're struggling you, you've been struggling a bit you've run in some tough luck this season but like the last three seasons i mean you're knocking on the- you and landis you just have been beating the snot out of each other uh week <laughs> after week
3: yeah well i think uh three seasons ago it was Steven piece that i finished second to in points it was still just midgets at that time and then we did Hometown Heroes, it was like a alternating week thing. And John Hine beat me out. And then Perry beat me that first week, the first year uh, that we had the wing was and the Midgets. And so it felt good. But, yeah, this season, I've, just, I've been doing it for myself, too. You know, I, I don't know. If, like, you look back at last week, I led the first half of the race and had a good lead and went over the top of Learnerville because I thought I needed to go faster. But, uh, yeah, still been a lot of fun, admitting another challenge thrown in
0: there but yeah yeah Yeah. i think roger was getting ready to say exactly what i was going to say go ahead
1: well i I was just going to say nothing like adminning and boat shopping at the same time when you go over that ridge and uh (laughs) down down with all those boats yeah Yeah, well i was going to
0: say adminning and racing at the same time is is very challenging because you have you know i don't think i don't think you're really aware of like all the kind of the like I will call it emotional ups and downs while you're in the car until you're admitting and you have to come across the radio and tell everybody there's a caution out and you're pissed off, right? Like it, you yeah. know, even That's at cool. sometimes at nothing and yeah, and it's, it's, it's a battle for sure.
3: Yeah. I think I actually missed calling out a caution a, a few weeks ago. Because it was the same deal. I think I was running second behind Steven Goldner at Eldora or something. I should have just taken second place, but kept pushing and hit the wall and, um, maybe wasn't paying attention to telling people, you know, to line up exactly when I should have, but you know, it's,
0: it's easy to do uh,
3: better, probably better off that I wasn't on the mic
1: at that time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I find, uh, the, the part I find frustrating sometimes, especially on like rebels night is, um, you know, trying to make sure if there's a, a problem with the broadcast or something, I'm focused on all that. And the next thing you know, I haven't turned a practice lap, you know, and yep. now you're, yeah but that that gets a little bit frustrating that you know you take a pardon the fun but you take a hit on, on, on yeah. something like that so <laughs> it's, yeah uh, it's that's fair
3: bad.
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, for sure man. i've
3: had that too though you know it's you jump in you i feel like it's qualifying time by the time i'm ready to start practicing but yeah um, you know glad to help out still though either way you know still the most fun i've had on iRacing so
1: well, that's, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And, uh, we, we already gave them crap. Uh, if anybody's wondering for having basketball on when there's a, actually a flow race with Dylan Westbrook in it, but, uh, we'll, uh, we'll let him off on that one. Uh, uh, yeah. well, the, the what's that? I
3: was just joking that I forgot my flow password
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> bad. That?
0: or that or somebody you shared it with changed it on you. I've had that <laughs> happen before. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would never do anything like that. But uh what what kind of equipment are you using?
3: Um well, I do have triple monitors, but I use an Oculus Quest 2 probably 90% of the time. Um I have a Fanatec CSL Elite wheel and uh pedals with the load cell kit. Uh,
1: uh yeah. are they the one uh, do they have the feedback in the pedals?
3: No. Oh, okay. Um it's just the load cell gives like the, the brake pedal a little more yeah. pressure. I think it you know it comes with a clutch, but uh, yeah, not much use for that.
0: Yeah, that that's the main difference between the V threes and the Elites is the V threes have the vibration module yeah. in them. I think I think maybe there's a set of Elites with a clutch and one without, but yeah, it's they're basically the same thing other than that.
3: Yeah, it's it's just a, the clutch is like a sold separate thing. It's the load gotcha. cell kit is what they call it, but. Yeah, you can buy them as a bundle.
0: So do you have any, like, connection to, to racing around you?
3: Uh, well, personally not in a long time. Uh, my grandpa, though, was a, a big, like, I guess you'd say supporter of races and owner of cars and stuff. He actually helped uh, get the Chili Bowl going. Uh, oh, really?
0: That's cool.
3: Yeah, he, uh, he, he and I guess it's uh, kind of the main guy there now but um my grandpa was kind of a race promoter at the time so it was kind of like hey i'll get some cars to show i think they only had like 27 cars the first year but um yeah danny Craig jr finished second for him and i think it was 87 and that's the closest he got to winning one but um yeah so kind of that's pretty much my background I was growing up following my grandpa around it cracks with midgets most of the time
0: yeah yeah i I think i think you're i mean you have a connect a little bit of a connection i was i always kind of felt the same way we get everybody that comes on here and i feels like you know they they've got some job at the track and you never know it either which is always funny because we hear all these things but i think i'm more of just a a diehard race fan than anything
1: yeah but your dad uh, your dad uh, drove uh the wrecker or whatever yeah the, yeah the well and that's that's way. the thing
0: like i i consider that a, a connection to some extent but you know it's it's through my dad i i did go a few times but not more than that so
1: yeah you didn't do local stuff Preston, or interview Preston instead of jack but i just got that's this
0: no no i like so i i went and i ran the tow trucks with them a few times and I, i've really only been to richmond international raceway i went more as a kid because they used to have some of the smaller stuff they had silver crown and the Indy cars used to come through here, um, but it's just NASCAR now. And I mean, I'm not a huge NASCAR fan, and have found the race there to be very hard to follow. So I I stick to the local dirt track more than anything.
1: So, um, Jack, get back to you. Uh, since Wait a minute. Got you on this week. <laughs> well, I was going to. So. So. Preston, So you grew up on asphalt. You never went to dirt races, as a no, group. no,
0: we we did. We we probably went to the asphalt stuff a little bit more, um, just because of my dad's involvement at the track. But it, it's you know thirty minutes one way and the dirt track's forty five the other way. So it was just kind of we'd get to you know if we'd go to Richmond, it was because something interesting was coming through. The dirt track was yeah. we you know, we just go to the yeah. Friday night stuff.
1: So and Jack, you're you're from Missouri. Yeah, uh, kind of right in the center.
3: Um, about two hours away from Kansas City and two hours away from St. Louis. Okay, so not too
1: far from Branson then. Uh, Springfield. Probably about three hours north. Oh, okay. Still, so.
0: we've got a lot of Missouri drivers, don't we?
1: We got a lot of Missouri and Iowa drivers. Yeah.
0: Well, Clarence, yeah, really? Clarence is that hotbed? They skew yeah, the numbers.
1: But there's there's a lot of other guys from Iowa, I've been, you know, I I see that every so often. It's just crazy, man. So, uh, but Missouri too, I, I think Spees is from Missouri, if he, I'm not mistaken. And, uh, yeah, I uh, think Hein, Hein. And uh, one of them is St. Louis. One of them is Kansas city. Uh, I think there was some Bob, DeGood, maybe Bob, Bob DeGood, I think is, yeah. Uh, Kansas city. Was
3: there, yeah.
1: I, I think Missouri, right. Uh, yeah. he'll correct me real fast if, if I got that wrong. So you said, uh, 90% of the time you use VR. When do you, when do you use the triples?
3: Mostly asphalt stuff. There I don't go, know
1: yeah.
3: why I just well, it, feel more
1: comfortable with it. Do you yeah. have a fourth? You have a fourth screen? No, that's just a TV. Oh, no, no, okay. but that, thats what I found. Like I, you know, especially with the uh, the asphalt stuff, because I can have uh, a sim racing app sitting on my fourth monitor, which I couldn't see in VR, and uh, it just makes it a little bit easier to. And, and that the length of time you're in a car for. Uh, yeah. Yeah, some, and those, some of
3: those pace laps, you know, you got two minutes on a cup card. Yeah. A lot easier to take a sip of a soda or something without the VR helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> to reach for the keyboard when you're pitting or something. Yeah, I hear you, man.
0: Yeah, I was a little disappointed. I drank a, uh, a, a tall boy beer out of a crazy straw on the Zoom call with Marty a couple of weeks ago, and he never, <laughs> never showed it or said anything about it.
3: Yeah, I thought about <laughs> using a straw a few times.
0: Yeah, it, well, it yeah. works.
3: Yeah. So, the only way.
1: What are you running other than the uh, the wingless and uh, Mondays? Are you running anything else?
3: Nothing right now. I uh, just got signed up for Joe's Friday Night League and try and make some of those. And Yeah. I don't know. I just don't race a lot of the big-bodied cars, so, like, Thursday night wouldn't be uh, for me. And, uh, Tuesday nights are usually... I have a honey-do list, so that's what I was doing right before we got on here. So,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. You got, you got a little one, uh, if I'm not mistaken, right?
3: Yeah, he's about 15 months old now, um, so he's trying to run and climb on everything. And, oh, yeah. You
1: know, that that, makes so so has, he, has he done the Joe Backus thing where uh, you're in the middle of a race and the uh, comes running in and starts hitting keys or uh, moving the most around?
3: No, no. Usually he's uh, upstairs and with mom. We got a gate on the stairs and everything, so I'm kind of locked away down in my dungeon.
0: I'm going yeah. to insert myself again, but I, I did never have a chance to tell the story, but that actually happened to me a couple of weeks ago. It wasn't a league race, it might have been something hosted, but I had just left the office door open, and Eli came running in, and he just wanted to see what was going on. So he stood like right here and was just looking at the screen while my uh, base station for my VR headset is right on the other side of him. So he was standing in between, so I just went totally gray. Crashed. Pull the headset off, and he goes, "Why did you crash?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks.
1: So, uh, yeah, now now I've lost my, my my train of thought here. Thanks a um, lot, Jack. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, I was... <laughs> sorry, <I> interrupted. <laughs> so, uh, I'll jump to it. Favorite eye racing moment? Oh, uh,
3: probably winning that wingless division last year um i did win raiders in 2020 um so that would would be up there second probably but the wingless one you know midgets is what got me into i racing so um winning that one's probably top right now
1: yeah that's cool i know i've uh I, I don't go out there often because i'm i'm just a a weapon when i'm up there and i don't want to ruin anybody's night but i you know i watch uh the broadcast quite a bit and uh and you and you and Landis, I mean, you're just so smooth out there. It's uh, it's great to watch, just lap after lap after lap, and and, and um, especially last season uh, and, and the season before, where you were uh, like, it, you know, it's been um, great competition, and uh, you were very graceful, I gotta say. Uh, when Landis won, I think it was at the drop week. I can't remember, but you were really cl- like it was. If it was one way you were gonna win, if it was the other way Terry was gonna win, and uh, right. kudos to you, like there was no muss or fuss or anything like that, uh, you know, you took it on the chin, and I was really happy to see you come back and, uh, you know, finally after being a bridesmaid for a couple of years, uh, uh, to grab that championship, so that was uh well deserved, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, he ended up beating me by two points is what it was, and um, you know we had a charity event, so there was only one drop week, and I had been looking at the standings thinking there were two drop weeks so um when the race was over i was like i think i got it i think i got it they got posted or something you know terry deserves it still you know he's obviously running away with it this year but
1: uh, yeah
3: you know i think maybe that maybe just gave me another chip on my shoulder to go get it last season yeah yeah
1: no, it was it was great to see and
0: that's a cool story i i didn't realize i knew obviously you'd finish second to Terry the previous season because that was you know it was just back and forth but i didn't realize you'd finish second that many seasons in a row yeah
1: yeah, yeah. and i was the guy that had to do, give him the bad news and like i say I, and i'm bracing myself like this could really get ugly <laughs> not at all it was just a class act all the way buddy and uh and, and kudos too for stepping up to run a division that you're you're like competitive and at the the top to to do that is a a big distraction as we already discussed so um so now uh, you make
0: terry do it next season
1: yeah that's right there we go there we go
0: he's gonna kill me but (laughs) yeah
1: i'll second that though i think that's a great idea what do you think jack yeah i'm all for it um you
3: know Mm -hmm. i actually volunteered terry into a challenge last week i don't know if you guys saw the broadcast i said something about terry was just saying he'd smoke everybody but um you know, he didn't say that, but he was yeah. he was good about it at the end and he still challenged everyone. So uh, speaking of it, admitting that I'm uh, trying to get more guys out. So if anyone's watching this, go up and see what you got for Terry. because um, They're a lot of fun. You know, it's obviously we're competitive, but it's not quite as serious as like your Monday night and your hometown hero. So, we, you know, it's, it's a lot. Of, a lot of guys just trying to have a good time. So um, trying to okay. get some guys out there.
1: And let me jump in on this too, because this is, uh, this is, uh, um, released on Sunday. So this coming week, uh, this coming Wednesday night is, uh, Terry Landis hall of fame induction night. Oh, really? uh, Yeah. So that's a, that's where he had a choice. I, I said to him, uh, beginning season, you pick a car, you pick a track, right. And then we, we do it. And so it's, uh, wingless three sixties, uh, guess where? Williams Grove, right? His favorite <laughs> track. So uh, that's that's where we'll be. And, uh, yeah, it would be great to see a bunch of guys come out and, and challenge Terry on his uh, Hall of Fame induction night. And uh, so that's that's going to be a very special night for sure. You said that's Wednesday or is it Tuesday? Sorry.
0: Tuesday.
3: Tuesday. Well, Tuesday. I'll have to come out for that one then.
1: No, hold on. Wh- which night is wingless?
0: It's Wednesday now.
1: Yeah, so the, it's Wednesday, it's the Wednesday night race. Okay. It's, it's I, th- I thought
0: the, the Hall of Fame nights were on during Hometown Heroes.
1: No, not this season, because we've oh, got okay. uh, three full races, yeah. So it's it'll, it's Wednesday night. So you, you, you heard it here first, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you
1: go. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, it'd be a very good sportsmanship of everybody to let Terry win that night at his favorite all-time track. So, I'm his uh, teammate, I'm not even willing to do there. that. Yeah. yeah. So, I got to ask, speaking of favorite track, that's uh, another one of my questions here, is uh, what is your favorite track in I-Race?
3: Oh, well, I, I used to hate it, but I, I want maybe say Learnerville now. I just feel like you end up with really good multiple groove racing. You know, I run a lot, like I said, like midges for the most part, so those big tracks are kind of out for yeah. sure, but uh, yeah, probably... Probably Lernerville. I mean, you know, I, start, I I have a bias for the Chili Bowl, but it just doesn't end up being the best racing on iRacing, you know, but.
1: So I find, I find that interesting. Lernerville is your favorite track, even though you uh, went over boat shopping uh, last week uh, with uh, in that race and uh, lost the lead.
3: Well, yeah, I I would prefer to be out there in midgets, but I think either way, you know, it's just, it's a lot of fun because a lot of the tracks you start out on the low groove until it's worn out, you know, but my learner built one of them where it's typically faster up top when the track's fresh. So uh, it's kind of one of those where you can, as long as you can time going down to the bottom right, you know, there's the top's still going to be competitive, but I think it ends up a lot of good multi-groove racing in the end.
1: Well, from a, a midget perspective, like and or, or even the wingless 360s, Learnerville would scare the bejesus out of me, because you guys, you know, the way you slide into the corners and that, it'd be, it's so easy to go over the top.
0: Just to, uh, it's real easy know. to not be able to see the edge. That's, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, um, yeah. You get that sideways, you can drop a wheel and not, not even realize how close you are.
3: I would say yeah. VR has made a big difference, at least. For me and things like that, being able to see the depth of everything, so um, I, I get better resolution on my computer monitors. You know, things look a little prettier, but uh, the, the actual three D and the depth, you know, everything. Seeing that, or seeing the berm on
1: the inside, you know, yeah, kind of helps a little bit. For sure. Yeah, I know. I I've missed that part by not having my what What kind of v, what VR do you have?
3: Uh, Oculus Quest Two.
0: It's
3: just you know. that's one
1: of the wi- wireless mm-hmm.
0: ones, right?
3: Well, it can be, but I have a, a cable that runs from my PC to it. I just feel yeah. like it's more stable that way.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I have heard that too. I know, I I think it was when they had first come out or real close to then people were having problems with them dropping connection in the middle of races and stuff like that.
1: Uh, I think you'd ask Andy Patton about that. Yeah, I
0: that. think that maybe who, that's who I'm thinking of.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: So, my question and maybe there's an obvious answer here, I don't know, but who would you say is your biggest rival in the coast to coast racing league?
3: Well, there's a pretty obvious answer now. I feel like, um, <laughs> but it, it's also changed. You know, like I said, it's been over two years since I've been in the league. So, uh, I would say before Terry, you know, Steven Spees was out there and the, the midgets always, you know, I, I can still see the back of his car right now. You know, <laughs> I don't know how many laps I've done right behind him, but, um, uh, you know, at some point when I won that Raiders, the Kyle Parker and Nick Vickery were still in Raiders at that point. So um I remember having a lot of close races with them. So
0: Man, that was stacked for Raiders.
3: Yeah, I think they were new to the league, uh still and so they were just kind of moving up, but yeah, yeah it was I, I feel like it's still kind of stacked. You got
1: throwing Isaac Salas
3: in there with me. Yeah, what's going true. on in there, man? That's yeah, a good
1: point. Yeah. No, there's 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 some good guys. In in Raiders for sure. Yeah. And uh, be a lot of movement at the end of the season for sure. I think anyone that's in the top five
3: right now outside of me probably needs to be promoted and not able to finish third season. Bruce Hilton probably should be promoted right now, effectively. You Personally. want him out,
1: you want him out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone faster than me you gotta go. Yeah, yeah, Bruce has had a great season. Yeah, he has. I was looking at
3: standing, and like I so said, I checked for the drop weeks and everything, and, you know, I'm I'm going to gain points on him in the drop weeks simply because he just doesn't have a bad week. Uh, you know, I think his lowest scores in the upper 60s still for for one week, so. Wow. Uh, yeah, he's – and he, he led most of this um, – le- last night's race, you know, Monday night. Um led most of the race, and then the outside came in, somebody got around us, but uh, – so he's he got some more points on me again. So, I
0: was gonna say I think he made it all the way to Renegades on Monday as well. Yeah, I'm pretty well, sure. Yeah,
3: right. I, I usually you know right when we finish the Raiders, it's time for my son to go to bed, so I end up usually not, running the
1: Rebels. So, yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's a, there's a lot of guys uh that are fine. You know they that that eight that middle time period is. Uh, you know, putting kids to bed and uh i think brandon templeton's one of those guys right where he's he doesn't race that time because that's uh that's kids time which is great you know the way it should be but uh yeah you got any other questions here preston i don't think so no uh you know it's it's been great having you on man uh i've been you know it's when i look at names i, I keep looking at the the jacket name and i'm glad we finally uh got you on and uh it's funny, Preston. I, you know, you, you meet these guys like this. Um, you have an image of somebody, and, and I, not that I had a bad image of Jack, but like it's just, it's very cool meeting everybody. It just so happened to look just thing. like
0: Stephen Fernberg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe just for an old guy, I don't know. But hey, their whole red beard thing, like you know, it's just. Uh, and they're both young. Everybody's young in the league compared to me. But you know, it's. Uh, but no, I. I really appreciate everything you've been doing for the league and uh uh your credit to the league man and uh you know good luck uh, uh i don't know if you've got a chance this season but uh you know good luck next season with, uh, yeah. with the whole uh midget uh, taking himself out this year yeah so, well you know what like it yeah, happens it, it happens it's a tough because i think i think you're right like um you you've taken like you you just run into bad luck you know well
3: maybe not bad luck more trying to push it a little too much I, yeah I, I blame myself most of the time on these you know i can't even get mad at someone. i think maybe a couple times someone's gotten sideways in front of me you know one of those deals right nowhere to go but most of the time i've been taking myself out of the races unfortunately which hurts more but it's still like i said still a ton of fun every week
0: so i'm I'm gonna throw this out there because I, I need to hear the answer for myself Do you think you're squeezing the wheel tighter after winning a championship last season and you're just pushing it to defend it?
3: Yeah, 100%. Yeah,
0: Yeah. so I'm dealing with the same thing. I I had a great season in Rebels last year, and so I should have been middle of the pack in Renegades, and I have had no luck, most of it my fault. You know, simple things, but it's been a tough season.
3: Yep. Races you could finish second or third in, but still trying to win the race because, you know, I'm I'm the fastest, right? I won last season, so ends up biting you
1: in the end so
0: got something to prove
1: yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh I, I don't know you guys are talking a foreign language to me because you know like a real good night for me is when i finish in the top ten this is so, uh,
0: this is the time you're supposed to pull your trophy down i
1: was, I was gonna say has he already shown the trophy
0: no, no. he's thanks he's, i he's, haven't shown he's getting a little humble
1: i don't like it <laughs> I, I haven't i haven't shown this in a while and and there's another one coming you know, I got oh, yeah, So he he didn't have the post championship
0: slump years. like we dealt with. He just won another uh, one.
1: No, I took a season off in between. There was oh, okay. a season. So uh, you know, it's um every other one and this, this season isn't one, that's for sure. I just I haven't been around enough to to race and uh now I've been looking at my summer. And my summer season will be uh I'll I'll be clinging, hoping to just stay in Rebels, you know, just uh not lose my spot. But anyways, it's all good. And uh so anyways buddy uh just uh thanks for coming on and thanks for everything you're doing in the league and you know like I say you're, you're you're a credit to the league man and uh we're really glad to have you and uh go get that landis guy make him uh make him work you know the last few weeks and uh take especially next week you know with the with the big challenge you know where he's challenging all comers Every that Yeah. League, that those are your words more than his but you know, it's, hey, He still accepted him though. He still I heard that. I heard yeah. him accept it. All right, so, yeah. so I
0: did not hear this. Terry didn't share it with me. What what was the challenge?
3: Uh well I, I finished second last week. Um, like I said, led the first half and took myself out but managed to get back up to second. So that uh Joe was interviewing us and I don't know what he said. He said something and we were signing off and I, I he said something about Terry and I said, Yeah, speaking of Terry, he's just in the race chat and saying he once everybody to come out next week because he could smoke anybody in the league, no matter what, or something like that, you know, and um uh, he graciously at some point at the end of his uh interview also you know reiterated that wanted you know more guys to come on out and show him what
0: he's got so oh i'm i'm gonna I'm gonna well, give him a hard well, uh, time.
1: The funny part was I, I heard him say this, I was watching and I heard him say it, and I'm thinking geez, that doesn't sound like Terry. You know, and uh, and I thought maybe it was kind of tongue in cheek, but then then Terry came on and I uh, just backed it up, which is kind of cool. Good on him. So uh, yeah, there should be a bounty out this week. You know, if somebody can beat Terry, that's for sure. puts some pressure. On. I tell you but, what,
0: I, I'll throw up an epsilon sprint rap rap for anybody that beats Terry. How about
1: uh, Hall of Fame night? The one that's coming up now after this podcast. That's why right. you should throw that challenge. Is that, out. that
0: that's the one for that it's Terry should have challenged for, right?
1: No, he would issued the challenge for the one that's tomorrow night, which will have been passed when we put gotcha. the podcast up. Okay, then we'll we'll, we'll bump
0: too. we'll bump the bounty to the to Hall of Fame night.
1: Okay, so there it is. It's official, right? There's a bounty on Landis's head for Hall of Fame night. Yeah, and, uh, I I'm putting my money on you, Jack. Well, go get
3: him. If it's the wingless, uh, we'll just see what I've got. But I'm gonna, I'll I'll get to the back of him and maybe. Uh, See if he misses. If Jack was working point, on exactly not
0: pushing push. too hard, yeah. I might have just messed it up.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I might just be pushing a little more that night. Put- I'm I'm out for
1: the points right now, so it's all about wins at this there point. So, yeah, po- poke the bear a, bit, a little bit when you're behind him, and uh, yeah, you know, I'm pulling for you to ruin his night on the Hall of Fame induction night.
3: <laughs> if I get behind him, I might just let him know I'm there. I'm I'm not going to ruin his night,
1: but I'm going to let him know I'm there. Absolutely, man. So, uh, everybody tune in for that one because it's going to be a good one. And uh, it's great to honor Terry. Terry's been just uh, such a a great guy in this league. So, uh, yeah, everybody make sure you uh, show up for that one. Everybody come on out for that one. Let's get like 30, 40, um, you know, uh, wingless 360 cars at Williams Grove.
0: Yeah, put Terry in the middle of the pack.
1: Yep. There we go. Okay, man. Thanks for coming on, and uh, it's been great talking to you. We'll have to do this again sometime. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, Jack. Take care.